0: This is Back of House News Podcast, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we discuss how to renegotiate a restaurant lease and why now might be a prime time to do it. Plus, we talk about Sweetgreen going drive through and a controversial email making waves at a major restaurant chain. It's Thursday, March 31st. I'm Claudia Sarek. Did you know that Yelp is about more than just restaurant reviews? Yelp Guest Manager can help you with your reservations, waitlist management, front of house operations, and more. Visit backofhouse.io today to schedule your demo and receive a $100 gift card. In today's top story, we visit the topic of renegotiating a lease, as many restaurant operators continue to look for ways to cut costs. For more details, we go to back-of-house reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Claudia. We recently learned that additional RRF appears very unlikely, and we know restaurants continue to face a list of financial challenges like elevated ingredients costs, increased labor wages, plus the need to recoup two years of lost sales. How might reassessing a lease become an important strategy here for operators to cut
1: costs? Yeah, so as you mentioned, many operators remain on a tighter budget than ever. And meanwhile, the vacancy rates are high because of forced pandemic closures, And this means that in many areas, rental rates have actually come down, and this is what's kind of creating some leverage right now for tenants to renegotiate. The landlord isn't obligated to decrease your rent, but they do have a vested interest in keeping tenants. You know, often it makes more financial sense for a landlord to drop the rental rate and keep a restaurant there than have a vacancy and lose out on rent for whoever knows how many months. Also, the longer the landlord keeps a tenant, it also increases the value of their property.
0: That makes sense. So what's the best way for operators to approach a renegotiation with their landlord, if that's the case?
1: Yeah, so I spoke with a tenant broker to get some advice, and they said the first step is really look at your securitization clause in your lease. This is essentially the collateral you committed to your landlord. It's typically in the form of an upfront mm. cash payment, or it could be a personal guarantee. And its makeup is actually going to determine probably what your current degree of leverage is. So if you committed to a personal guarantee, you know then you have less leverage because the landlord knows even if you walk away, you still owe the value of that lease. But if you put down a cash deposit, this is where you're going to have more room to negotiate, You know, especially if you can show that you're paying higher than the current market rate.
0: And I would imagine that it's really important to research the market rate before talking with your landlord.
1: Exactly. Having other competitive offers on the table is probably going to be your number one tool for leverage here in the renegotiation. Sure. If you do find out you're already paying below the market rate, you know, that's good to know this too, because you're going to have more of a challenge getting that rent reduction. And in this case, you'll probably want to look at alternatives, but it's really just good to know either way what you're going into. Mm hmm.
0: So you do your research, you're ready for this conversation, what are some of the other options that an operator could ask for during this talk?
1: Yeah, so you can start by asking for free rent, and this can be in a variety of forms. It can come as rent abatement, which means you're not expected mm-hmm. to pay that rent in the future, or you can take a rent deferral, which means you work out an agreement where you do pay back the rent in X number of months. So rent abatement, which means you're not expected to pay back the rent in the future, that was more common at the beginning of the pandemic, but you can still maybe go that route, especially if you're going to offer to extend the term of your lease. Extending the term of your lease is really what brings value for a landlord in a renegotiation. It ups the property value for the landlord. So for example, you could offer to stay maybe an additional three or five years in exchange Mm -hmm. for paying, let's say, $3 less per square foot in rent. Mm, Interesting. Any other advice
0: when renegotiating
1: a lease? Yeah, so the final two pieces of advice are to one, probably hire an advisor. A tenant broker can really look out for your best interests. They can educate you on the market conditions. And together, you can kind of craft the best strategy for your business. And then you want to make sure you're going into that discussion with your landlord with a really collaborative approach. You can almost make it feel like it's a win-win scenario, especially if you're willing to offer that extension of your term, which again is really where the landlord gets something out of a renegotiation. And then it's also crucial to be really transparent with your landlord. So you want to let them Mm -hmm. know the challenges and the expenses you're facing so that they can have a true understanding of what you're dealing with. And if the situation is truly dire, you don't want to hide that because, again, it's generally in their favor to keep you as a tenant. And if they know what you're up against, they may be willing to make some exceptions that they otherwise wouldn't if they know you know the option might be that they lose you.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. And I know that cutting costs everywhere and anywhere right now is super important and top of mind for most operators. So really appreciate you coming on and going through this.
1: Thanks, Claudia. Happy to be here.
0: Speaking of costs, we continue to see responses throughout the industry to elevated gas prices. Following heavy-hitting apps such as DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub, Waiter is the latest delivery app to offer some fuel aid to its drivers. Its new gas card program provides 5% off fuel from all major gas stations to its driving fleet. The move comes after the average price of gas has risen for 11 straight weeks and counting. Of course, gas prices aren't stopping restaurants from placing big bets on drive through traffic, with salad giant Sweetgreen being the latest to get into the game. Chicago-area residents will soon have the option to hit the first-ever Sweetgreen drive through The salad giant even plans to include an observation window so that customers can watch their order being made. Expect to see more locations with drive through capability rolling out later this year. In another gas price-related development, a leaked email from a Kansas City-based Applebee's franchisee executive suggested that higher gas prices could provide the company with the ability to pay workers lower wages. This caused a huge backlash among workers within the company and ultimately resulted in the termination of the executive. This is also after widespread condemnation and a temporary restaurant closure after some managers quit, according to the Lawrence Journal-World. Applebee's COO Kevin Carroll emphasized in a statement to restaurant business, quote, this is the opinion of an individual, not of Applebee's, end quote. In more positive employee relations news, Restaurant Dive reports that Sabaro has partnered with Daily Pay to provide the option of an on-demand same-day wages for workers. Several other brands, including Pizza Hut and Church's Chicken, have been exploring same-day payment options as early as 2019 as a strategy to improve worker recruitment and retention. Studies have shown that 80% of workers prefer this type of payment method. Finally, taco chain Dos Toros, which operates about 20 locations primarily in New York and New Jersey, is facing a class-action lawsuit focused on the chain's claims that its pork and chicken offerings were naturally and humanely raised. The lawsuit cites the Department of Agriculture's inspection reports of the company's suppliers that would seem to contradict such claims. The lawsuit is the latest in a string of legal actions attempting to hold companies accountable for not living up to the claims they make about their products. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye.